Hi, welcome to The Road Least Traveled. My name is Suli and I'm your host. In this podcast, I share with you what I've learned from my journey of self-awareness and spiritual awakening, and also some simple and practical tips to help you in your own journey. So stay with me. Let's work this thing out together. The name of my sadness is Tinkerbell. When she's sad, I say, now, now, Tinkerbell, your mascara's running down your face. Tell you what, let's go get something waterproof from Amazon, shall we? My anger is called Agnes. When she's angry, I tell her, it's okay, Agnes, go ahead, be as angry as you want. Then I watch her punch holes in the wall. I named my anxiety Alex. When anxious Alex makes my tummy queasy and my hands cold, I tell him, Alex, you're six foot four. You have a 50-inch chest and your biceps are 22 inches. Why are you whimpering? My ego is called Salvatore. Sal for short. Sal used to be a bouncer at the local club, but one day he got into a fight and broke his neck and that was the last fight he was in. He misses the good old days though, when he could take on, oh, easily six, seven average-sized guys. And those guys, after trying to tackle Salvatore, they'd run back to their mama's laps and probably a comforting bowl of soup. But Sal is a lot more mellow these days. You see, he's permanently in a neck brace, which makes it hard for him to intimidate even the neighbor's kittens. He gets laughed at by the lads at the club. But he doesn't mind because he's found something meaningful. He's just taken up a new job which is transporting pets to the vets, Sal can carry a 150-pound Great Dane from the car to the clinic. So nowadays, he applies his talents and skills to this new job that he loves. He used to be misguided in his strength and determination, but with a bit of my help, he's managed to transform them and put them to better use. Whenever we lose it or react instantly to something someone said that either triggered us or offended us, It's because our ego goes into fight mode, just like how Salvatore used to be, to protect us. Don't you feel that for that moment, you kind of lost your mind? Isn't it a weird feeling where for those few seconds, you seem to have lost all consciousness and that some alien had taken control over you? Well, that's just your ego. I'm not talking about the ego as though it's a bad thing, you know, because it's not. I don't believe in ego death. I don't believe in killing the ego. Our ego is our bodyguard that became stronger and stronger because we haven't trained it. It's just doing its job. I'm so glad I didn't kill Salvatore because he really is a sweetheart, you know. Still a bit rough on the edges, but we're working on it. Every day we review the events of the day, look into areas of achievement and those that need a bit more refining. And we're good. Yeah, we're good. I'm not bananas. I'm just in touch with my feelings and emotions. When I moved here to the wilderness in the middle of nowhere, the universe had already implemented its plans to to isolate me. I have spoken about this in another episode. And so, you know, long story short, I lost everything. Well, except my health, my dogs, a roof over my head. But I lost everything that was my old life, except for a few basic things. And this isolation really forced me into a lot of into a lot of things that I would never have volunteered to do. And one of the many things was getting to know myself. I confronted my thoughts, I confronted my past and all the emotions that was going through my mind. And it was really chaotic. <laughs> Believe me, it was so chaotic. I was 
I thought I was going mad, but I managed to unravel every emotion and to sit with it. You see, each emotion doesn't function just on its own. Anger is not just anger. Anger is always paired with sadness or frustration. And the same with gratitude. Gratitude is paired with something that you've done that you're proud of or something or a synchronicity that happened to you or something that you can even call a miracle. Gratitude can't be forced, but you can bring it about by observing what happens around you, especially when you're in nature. If you can't be in nature, then, you know, if you live in the city, then go out for walks, even for a few minutes, just a few minutes a day. And if you observe, if you observe, you will see miracles, you will see synchronicities. And that is when you have a glimpse of gratitude. And from there, it's just, you know, it's easy peasy. All you have to do is open your heart, open that door to what is happening around you in nature. I know you have a busy schedule, you have a grocery list, you have a family to take care of, you have your job. I know that. But surely you can spend a few minutes, five minutes taking a walk in the park. If you don't live near a park, just look at the sky, look at the clouds. And I don't mean the wallpaper on your laptop or phone. There was a time when I was so bored and tired of spirituality, I needed a break. So I developed a way to make it fun. And that was when I decided to name all my emotions. I named my traumas Tracy, my resentment Pouty Penelope. My frustration is called Freddy. Freddy's a little boy with a learning disability. I sit with him and I help him with his homework. I speak to him gently and assure him that everything takes time. It's not how fast you can do something or how much you can do, but how much soul you put into it. Sometimes Agnes teams up with Selkie Susie, and that's when it can get a bit catty. But then compassionate Carol will come in and do an intervention to calm the girls down. Salvatore sometimes helps Freddie and Alex cope with their struggles. So we have a good team going, you know? Yeah, we do. When I talk to them, whether it's pouty Penelope, Tinkerbell or frustrated Freddie, I ask them, why do you feel this way? I give them a chance to express themselves in a safe and non-judgmental space. Try it. You'd be surprised how enlightening and rewarding it is. You don't have to go as far as I have in naming my emotions. You can just call sadness plain old sadness or anger, anger. That's good enough to sit with them and ask them what's wrong. Why are they feeling this way? Let them express themselves. Because naming our emotions gives us the proper language to process them. You know, rather than groping in the dark, not being able to identify exactly what it is that we're feeling, and identifying them is important because we get more clarity and we understand ourselves better in how we relate to others. I also found that apart from making it fun, giving my emotions human names and personalities somehow takes me out of the picture. I'm detached from the negative emotions and I'm able to look at them objectively like I'm another person. And that gives me perspective and I take it less personally. Giving a name and personality to my emotions was one of the best things I ever did. It creates a chain reaction where we're more balanced, we're less reactive and less impulsive. And this is especially good 
if you have triggers, because triggers will just snap you into the past and your old self comes in, your ego comes in. And before you know it, you're into this endless argument and you don't even know that it's your emotions that are taking over you. So if your, your Salvatore, your ego has taken over, then it just takes everyone into a rabbit hole. Everyone's ego goes into this rabbit hole, you know, and it's just, it's not productive to say the least. So I really recommend for you to try this out. I promise you won't regret it. If nothing else, at least you'll have some fun with it. So try it and let me know how it goes. Okay, tuning out now. Love from Gratitude Gertrude, Kind Kevin, Compassionate Carol, and the rest of the gang. Please subscribe, like, and share if you found this helpful. Thank you for listening. If you found this of value, please follow and share it. 